0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Caffeinated CX, where we talk about CX and stuff, all in a hyper-caffeinated state. I'm David, your host, and before we begin, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ask you to rate, review, and share this show, so together we can make the show grow. And yeah, the AC is on in this room, and the AC is very, very loud, but don't let that distract you from buying my book. That's right. The Blue Collar Call Center. It's on Amazon, it's $5 for the paperback, it's $3 for the Kindle version. You know what? Buy either, buy both. If you ask nicely enough, I might bring you or send you a PDF copy, I don't care. So, I do care very much. So, but today we're gonna be talking about the five qualities of customer service superstars. So let's dive right in. Are there only five qualities of customer service superstars? No, there's more. But these are the top five, right? The top five that we're going to talk about today. And there is someone else talking in the background. These walls are like paper. And if you can hear what they're saying, you can hear what they're saying. It's fine. So quality number one, disciplined. The customer service superstar has to be disciplined. And this goes into things like They have to have follow-through with the customer. They have to do what they told the customer they're going to do, right? Even that's just putting notes in for the next person to touch their account, right? They also have to have the discipline of being on time and showing up when they're scheduled and working their entire schedule. They have to be disciplined. Now, we could go into a whole episode about morning routines and time blocking and time management, and you know what? That's not the purpose of this podcast, but we might just have to. All right. Um, The next one is charismatic. You want charismatic people on the phones. If you're charismatic, you're going to be better with the customers. So, and yeah, you need to have service knowledge, but you also need to have, uh, you need to be easy going, outgoing, engaging the customers, you know, all that stuff. Next one is you need to be motivated. You need to be motivated to succeed. You need to have belief in whatever service you're talking about or selling, and you need to have you know, belief in the company values. You need to be motivated and driven to succeed. You have to be motivated to either meet or exceed your own key performance metrics that are laid out to you, and you need to give a crap about the departments or the companies, KPIs as well you need to have a passion for what you're doing. If you don't, he's not gonna end well, and yeah, I get it, I get it. It's just a job. Well, that's cool, yes. If it's just a job to you, maybe this isn't the podcast for you because you can build a very, very, very strong career just starting off on the phones. And you can actually build a pretty good career on the phones, depending on what company you get into, right? The next one is you take ownership. You take ownership of the call, of the customer, and of the result. So if you've ever read the book Extreme Ownership, just go by the title, you don't need to read it. Just take extreme ownership of every single call you make, of every single interaction you have with the customer, with fellow coworkers, with managers, supervisors, team leads, all that stuff. So ain't no reason not to. <clears throat> and the last one, number five, is being resilient. So you're gonna have to, you know, overcome those objections if you're doing a upsell or a cross sell, right? You need to focus on your rebuttals and have them flow naturally. Uh, you have to be resilient when people are being yelled at, or when you're being yelled at, rather, because it's gonna happen. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what industry you're in, doesn't matter what kind of call you take, you're going to get yelled at by someone, even if it's a person who's calling a wrong number. It's weird, but it happens. People are jerks. And they can't see you, so they're going to be a little aggressive. Maybe they got into a fight with their spouse, and they're going to take it out on you, no matter how friendly and nice you are. You have to have the resiliency to take it and not give it back, even though It's human nature to be tempted to. Yeah, what are you going to do, you know? So, or being resilient when it's back-to-back calls. And it's back-to-back calls all day. And that's not the ideal because that breaks the occupancy rule of 75% occupancy. But sometimes it happens. Sometimes there's unpredicted call spikes, right? Maybe someone else in the company has... uh, posted something stupid on social media and now you're just inundated with calls or maybe maybe an influencer hawked one of your services or products and now everybody wants it or wants to use your company I don't know so maybe the uh, marketing team didn't tell anybody that an email blast or a uh, another campaign was going out it happens it happens especially when there's silos and no communication as a customer service superstar, you have to rise above that, grit your teeth, and get the job done. So let's cover those again. These are the five qualities of customer service superstars. One, disciplined. Two, charismatic. Three, motivated. Four, they take ownership. Five, they are resilient. And now, there are others, like being emotionally intelligent, you know, Um, being creative stuff like that there's a whole thing about aq adversity intelligence and eq emotionally intelligence that play into a lot of these and I did an episode on it before I might go more in depth with those in another episode but those are really the ones that you have to worry about if you're looking to hire a great customer service agent for your company look for those five qualities look for them so and ask your interview questions accordingly targeted towards those things so you can tell if someone's charismatic either over the phone during the phone screening or in the sit-down interview itself that one's easy you want to get someone that's like oh yeah yeah i would call them you know but disciplined how would you ask if someone's disciplined well one way that i've done it is i've asked them what their morning routine is right or if they even have a morning routine Um, a lot of them say no they don't they get up and do whatever right now morning routines are probably one of the most obvious discipline things so if you have a morning routine chances are you're disciplined or You were undisciplined and now you're compensating for that by systematizing everything. So, motivated. How can you tell if someone's motivated? you ask them questions about it. What do you do when you're down in the dumps? What do you do when you're unmotivated? Things like that. So, take ownership. Ask them to walk you through a scenario step by step. Right? Up until the end and then maybe a little bit past it resiliency well this one's a little bit harder i mean you could play around with their emotions like it suggests in the ultimate sales machine where halfway through the interview you're like eh, i'm not feeling it and see how they react but if you're trying to get customer service agents probably not the best thing to do if you're hiring for like high high intensity boiler room type sales definitely you can definitely do that with a customer service reps? Probably not. That would be, uh, that wouldn't be good. Um, So, you know, so, but if they can overcome rejection, they're good, right? So once again, disciplined, charismatic, motivated, they take ownership and they are resilient. So there you go. Look for those things and your customer service department, whatever your industry is going to be, will be superstars and you'll be a superstar and everybody will love you and everything will be good and grand and uh, fantastic. So that's been this episode of Caffeine ZX. Bye.